Welcome to the Visionaire Edit Podcast, where we hear the stories and journeys of trailblazers, game changers, and tastemakers, where vision, power, and purpose meets conversation. Hosted by myself, Vanessa Rokais. Let's get started. Vanessa Abanka is the founder of To Thrive, an organisation which hosts a series of personal development events to motivate those from marginalised societies to become their best selves. The events feature panel talk, business showcasing, networking, and also has expanded into mentoring groups, business consulting, marketing management, and business promotion. Furthermore, she has recently started a podcast, The Visionaires Edit, which spotlights the amazing journeys of the modern day visionaires tastemakers, activists and thought leaders. She is also the owner of a luxury culturally inspired fashion and home interior brand, Vanessa Oko. She has also recently started the Black Wall Street UK, a fund which is aimed at raising money to assist black owned small businesses and grassroots projects in the UK. She has utilised graduating at the top of her class in law and in her MSc International Development to build a career as a project management consultant for INGOs and NGOs, human rights, international education, economic development, gender equality, and global value chain. Previously working for organizations such as Overseas Development Institute, the Most Foundation, Migrant Right Network, Cancer Research, and Opportunity International. Today I introduce not only a fabulous woman, but my cousin, Vanessa Abanqua. Thanks, Mel. <laughs> Hello, Vanessa. Hi, Mel. <laughs> Start with this famous question. Mm-hmm. Tell us a quote or a mantra that you live by. Good question. I live by quite a few, but I think this mm-hmm. too shall pass would be the ultimate quote for me. Okay. So let's just take that in for a second. This too shall pass. That's really powerful. Where'd you get that from? Um, I had been through a lot of things in my life growing up. And for me, I think mostly the deaths of kind of a couple of friends and family and um, be killed by knife and gun crime. Mm. I went through a lot and a lot of depression and so on. And for me, it was just a kind of a note to say, no matter what happens, you will get through it. So I yeah. actually, when I came out of the other side of it, I actually tattooed it on my shoulder just as a reminder that it's always going to be behind me. Okay. Wow. That's really powerful. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So after we've had that deep <laughs> first question, <laughs> that deep first question, let's just make it a little light. But <laughs> as we said in your introduction, Vanessa, you have um a plethora of different experiences and you have not one business but multiple businesses. Where and when did it all begin for you? Oh wow. I think it started for me at a young age. Um my mom um was an entrepreneur my dad is an entrepreneur as well Mm -hmm. and I think for me I kind of always had that spirit of I always wanted to be my own boss yeah and it wasn't just the kind of like oh I want to it was a need like I think for my dad started his business while I was I think I was about four years old and I remember in his first office he had this big chair and I sat in the chair and I remember him saying to me like get up and I told him that one day this is going to be my chair like I'm going to own the (laughs) building (laughs) and I think I was (laughs) I think I was about five and he he found it quite funny and and I think I've always kind of strive to be better and I wanted to own stuff so I could help other people as well so I think that's where it started for me anyway and then over the years I've kind of just kind of worked hard to kind of get into that arena yeah 
Oh, definitely agree. Hard work is definitely something that you're not sure of. <laughs> knowing you personally and I'm sure those that are listening that also know you can also relate and kind of yeah add to that when we all know how hard you work <laughs> um, so breaking it down then mm-hmm. tell us about your different businesses so I know that you've got to five you've mm-hmm. got Vanessa Coast and then obviously mm-hmm. you've got the podcast that we're here talking on today mm-hmm. tell us about those different um, businesses kind of what they represent okay. and did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur Okay, cool. Um, I'll start with Vanessa Rocos. So Vanessa Rocos actually was founded out of, or created rather, out of a need for identity. I had started a fashion label with my friend when I was 19 called So Suave. And that first one was a charity brand, which we did t-shirts and some clothing. And it was to promote like anti-knife and gun crime the name actually came from a passing away called freddie and he always used to say the way you dressed is so suave so we kind (laughs) of took that i know it was mad so we kind of like took that name and we wanted to push and i think after my friend charles carl um beaterson died actually stood on the stage at party on the park and I was like this has to stop and I wanted to show young people that there was more to life so coming fast forward years we felt like we had put in work we were going into schools talking about it this um passion for fashion was still with me even though I kind of wanted to concentrate on law and my mom had always dressed me up in these amazing clothes like since I've been really young so Mm -hmm. I just thought I need to do this I need to like showcase my culture my identity how I like to dress and how I want people to feel confident you know and I've always been a big girl like since I was young and I wanted people to feel that they could look good it doesn't matter what size or where they were from they could always yeah have that sort of luxury behind them as well yeah Um, yeah and it was something that stuck with me um from my grandma actually um as I was growing up she told me that no matter what you do when you look good you feel good so make sure you dress to impress so in my head that always has been in the back of my head she was like even if you're poor make sure you're the best looking poor person because what you go out into the road is how people treat you let's be honest yes yeah impressions exactly so I think that was it for me and that's why yeah I birthed Vanessa Rocos PR um for like a couple of fashion luxury fashion brands like Juicy Couture and some other few so that kind of gave me the kind of force and I had an amazing mentor called Rupsi shout out to Rupsi she was like my manager who kind of like took me on this luxury journey to Vogue parties and like fine dining and learning that kind of luxury lifestyle so that's also what I wanted to incorporate into my brand in terms of to thrive now to thrive is like my baby right so my to thrive was birthed out of the fact that I had networked you know coming from a background where my parents like they work a lot I I because of this need to be an entrepreneur I always felt like you know it's different generations asking them for help and you know to do stuff is great and they did support but it was kind of like I needed to get amongst my peers to kind of like understand this business life so I started networking and I met a lot of amazing people on my journey mm-hmm. um like business people like yourself because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we grew up with a family of very much entrepreneurs as well so yeah I think for me, it was about um, starting to have 
to event like have events that actually showcased other people and get in people into the room so they could network and also like learn new things and you know do classes like we would do stuff like property so we got um Alika Gutsmore, who's a financial advisor, to come in to talk about how to get mortgages, or Emmanuel Esco, who is now on Channel 4. He came in to talk about uh, money and managing money. And these are the type of things we do. So, as we're building our network, we're also encouraging people to become their best selves. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've raged into like having accountability groups, mentoring, like business development, just trying to tell people that, look, we've got your back. If you want to be great, we're here for you. So yeah, that was, <laughs> that is um, <laughs> to thrive. And I don't know with Blackpool Street UK has obviously been birthed out of the recent events um, to do with uh, George Floyd and Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor, um, Black Lives Matter, because to be honest, in the UK, we felt it and we were in COVID and we just didn't know there was a need. We needed to do something. We just didn't know what. Yeah. So I kind of had like had conversations with a couple of friends and I was like, look, we need to we need to be proactive. And I um I couldn't go out and protest because I have health issues. So my alternative was like, you know what? Money rules the world. So why don't we create economic empowerment you know an ecosystem where we can fund these businesses and services and grassroots projects so they can thrive and then it will kind of help this generation and the next and many more to come hopefully yeah just to promote wealth really and um, education so yeah yeah I agree I think all your businesses have different purposes and are all successful in their own um right and you know, I commend you for doing multiple things and doing it well. Oh, thank um, you. And, you know, putting out there, it might not be a case of quantity, but it definitely is a case of quality. Oh. And for any of you guys that are listening, if you haven't already um, tuned into a To Thrive event, I highly recommend that you do and you follow the Instagram and you definitely get stuck in with the different conversations that are happening and the different events and opportunities that Vanessa's putting on. Oh, thanks. Well, no you've problem. been a speaker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a small speaker, a small speaker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so as we said, you mm-hmm. obviously do multiple things. Yeah. And um, going back to the fact that you worked full time at some at one point as well. Yeah. Um, when you launched your businesses on the side, how mm-hmm. did you manage your day to day with that full time job whilst building the business, juggling all these different things? Have you got some top tips um, for creating this balance and how do you balance oh interesting because like people ask me that all the time I actually still do um contracting nine to five as well as all these things I think for me it's time management it's dedication it's focus you always have to know your why I keep telling people this all the time know your why and your purpose and I think that came into context for actually um from another mother um Emmanuel Esco um Mm -hmm. from the main effect he actually said that to me before we had a conversation um for him to come and speak on a panel and I was like I always lived in this thing of knowing your purpose and it was my drive. It was my passion. So whilst everybody else was busy going out and, you know, <laughs> doing, doing their thing, for me, in my mindset, I knew that I needed to help people. And my purpose is to make sure that I'm setting a good example so other people can jump onto that bandwagon kind of thing. Yeah, I want everybody, that role model. 
Yeah, exactly. Which is why even the company is called to thrive. I wanted everybody to thrive together. So um, yeah, definitely knowing your why. Time management is very important. Like everybody says they don't have time. That's a lie. Because if I called you out today and said, come out, let's go, I don't know, let's go to the park. Everybody would be up right so for me it was more like okay you've been there done that you want to do better you want to help people so you have to put in the time so from nine to five I was working I got home at seven o'clock and even on the train I'm typing notes right Mm-hmm. And then by the time I get home, I, I have dinner and then I'm straight on to work. So about 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, I go to sleep, wake up and do that cycle all over again. And it's just about putting in the time and focusing. If you really want to do something, there's nothing in this world that anybody can't not do. I may come from entrepreneurs, but I didn't come from a rich background. I worked my ass off, you know? Can I say yeah. that? <laughs> I don't you didn't hear it, hear it again. You worked your <laughs> I worked it off. Exactly. I don't and, and the thing is I would never like you know, because we would have conversation, I never really like acknowledge how much work I put into stuff because for me it just became an everyday type of an everyday routine yeah but when other people say it to me I'm like no I should give myself a pat on the back because I did put in the work so yeah I would say that I would tell people to like make sure you dedicate a time even if it's like an hour a day or something make sure you dedicate a time to making investments making time to do a side hustle if you want to and if you're starting off with an idea this is what I always tell my mentees sit down with a piece of paper in the middle write interest and Mm -hmm. write all your interests around it and then look start googling for problems what is the problem for instance if we take a toy like um I don't know a toy that speaks to kids if that's your interest in gaming or toys or etc then put okay the problem is that toy may not be able to speak different languages that's a problem in society right now and then you find the solution to it and there you have your business idea it's that easy <laughs> is yeah. that is that easy but funding is always a problem I, that's why I always kept a job I would never tell anybody um to leave their job to set on to their dream I would say work until you feel really comfortable and you're in a comfortable position to leave your job and have enough savings to do it and know that your products and your services are viable before you decide to take that leap to leave your job yeah I agree I agree with you completely I think you've said some key things there um and you know if you haven't got pen and paper you should have a pen and paper (laughs) you should be dropping some notes um, and I think, especially when you're talking about time, that is so many people's excuse. Yeah. Time and the lack of time. And, you know, you can have a whole debate about the topic of time in itself. Yeah. But um, you can't let, you can't waste your time. No. You've got to use it wisely. Definitely. I'm like proper like key on that because um I was asked the other day like what are you doing this all for and I was like to help other people they were like you can't live your life to live other people you put in all this time but for me between when you lit when you're born and when you die is your choice yeah right and I'm a Christian as most people will know and I have um it up on my wall Jeremiah 29 for I have the plans to prosper you for me that's everything so I know between this 
time on earth I need to live some type of legacy I need to help this amount of people I was born to serve so that's why I said it's really important to know your why time is off the essence like we're here for a short time so yeah just try and figure what that why is and it will work out for you yeah definitely that's real powerful thank you (laughs) (laughs) um what are some of the challenges that you faced early on and how have you overcome them I've had a few I've had a lot wow yeah now thinking back (laughs) there's been there's been a few I think um keeping my motivation yes um I think a lot of people can relate to that so speak on that a little so I think keeping your motivation when times get hard, like I would come in from work sometimes and my, um, say, say like if I was working in um, disaster emergency response type um, fields, it's like, it's very hard hitting. Sometimes you have to be at work late and then coming home to do work, you know, you get tired or like sometimes I'd get distracted by like other people and I'd be like, oh, you know, I can do this and, you know, I can manage it all. But what I really had to realize is, again, going back to knowing your purpose and your why and just remembering to stay focused on that. And sometimes it's okay to take a break, something that I obviously, you know, I don't really know how to do, (laughs) but um, um, it's okay to take a break if you need to take a break what is not okay for you to do is quit you know you might need to restructure and and I think for some people it's really difficult because they get like it gets a little bit hard and challenging and then they just want to give up but you have to stay motivated on the fact that every time you want to level up is is a level of uncomfortability right you're moving to the next level you're doing changes right so you kind of need to keep yourself motivated in terms of like, I listen to videos, like motivational yeah. videos, yeah. Um, read my Bible. I also listen to different podcasts, like shout out to the Side Hustle Pro and Patrice um, Washington's podcast and even the Blake platform and stuff like that. Like I listen to those type of things. And, and that the Visionaires kind of, edit. And now the Visionaires edit. <laughs> and exactly why I decided to do it as well, because I wanted to showcase people and have people some, have something to listen to. Every time on the train, it was so weird. I used to meet this um, girl. Uh, when I was on the way to work and she said I'll always be writing notes and listening like you're always writing notes when I see you and I was like oh uh, this is my business plan and she was like you're doing your business plan on the train on the way to work on the central (laughs) line and I was like yeah like there's more to this I don't want to also always be on the central line one day I would like to own the central line so I need to make sure well 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 let's just take a second there (laughs) the lady said she wants to own the central line always i've Um, never heard (laughs) such statement before ever (laughs) always i like that's the way i think that is the definition of dreaming big (laughs) i think there's always i think people have this misconception of they if they don't if they want something they can't get it and that's not true so some of the challenges i've had is people doubting me oh my god like I've said things like I said when I said I wanted to start my business people like oh yeah that's good you know um you know if it doesn't work out you should find other things to do and that's actually why I I decided to go into like law school again you know after I'd graduated with my degree um because people would like put in a lot of doubt in my head I want to tell people something don't ever ever let somebody put their limitations on your dreams Mm. it's true it's easier said than done 
it's but easier said it took me a lot of years true. and i'm even still working on it till today yeah but you have to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people who will elevate you yeah, and it's okay and it's it is key i didn't think it was but sometimes when i'm feeling like really you know like i'm tired and the work and stuff i can just call you and be like oh mel actually i've got this idea um and we'll talk through it you know and that kind of like boosts my energy back up i'm like okay great we need to get it we need to get it but uh, as you will know because we've had conversations it's not easy and people will kind of put that doubt in your head. But if you know your why, you can always push through. There is nothing that you cannot do. This week, I saw some of these people that I had met in events, or some of them I know as friends, they're on the 25 list for Forbes. There is mm. nothing that you cannot do. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's true. I agree with you. I think it's important to surround yourself with those that are going to uplift and encourage mm-hmm. and that is motivation is key in it all yeah. um, so that is really inspirational that you've touched on those points thank you women are often criticized for not being able to have it all um, especially when they're juggling businesses and work and family and relationships do you personally think that you can have it all Hundred <laughs> percent. You are pro have it all. I am pro and have why? it all. I think you can. I think it just depends on what you want to do. So for me, right, um, people have like I've always had criticism because I'm like obviously I'll share my age. I'm a 31, and I don't have kids, and I'm not married, right? So I think for yet, me, yet, okay, yeah, yet. But I think for me, people have always kind of like, I, like especially adults as well, having to explain to them, they're like, oh, you do so well, but you know, you need a husband and stuff. Please be clear. <laughs> it's just that, not that nobody doesn't want, let's be clear. Somebody else is not going to make your happiness. That person is part of your happiness, not your full happiness. So for me, my aspect, my mindset in life has always been to get it and God will send you the person you need to be or whatever the universe wants to send you because I believe in the law of attraction as well. Whatever that is, whatever's going to happen is going to happen if you're intentional about it. And for me personally, focusing on my career and my businesses has been at the forefront of what I'm doing. Um, but I don't discredit anybody else. I, ha- I work with some mentees who have like three or four children and a husband and they're still making it work. I do think you definitely can have it all. And I've also had like, please be knowledgeable. I've also had a very supportive partner for the better yet of like, 10 years almost do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think for me having that support him being an entrepreneur um as well have has having had apps and also working full-time it's just kind of a common understanding because it takes a lot to date um a strong woman an independent woman um, and someone who doesn't have time. And I think what I've met with a lot of guys recently as well is that they're, they're constantly complaining that you can't give them time. But you need to remember, what is your purpose? Not theirs. What is your <laughs> purpose? 
Where is your purpose? You can spend your life following around these guys. I know people who have got married, got divorced, and they've literally come out with nothing. And that's not saying it happens with anybody, but I encourage women. And my mom has, even though my mom's been married for like 30 plus years, she's always encouraged me to make sure you have your own. And for me, that's been really important. You know, even my dad, my dad would say, I broke my back to work so hard so you never had to rely on a man. So I definitely agree that you can have it all, but it's your mindset. It's the way you kind of, life is what you make it, right? So I believe that. And I've seen, and which is weird because most of the people who I follow or like my mentors, uh, like Kubi and so on, um, they she had she was married she has a kid she's she's just like this ultimate girl boss kind of thing and um she she's been able to manage it and have a successful career working with p diddy justin timberlake beyonce on l'oreal and all this stuff so for me i kind of see you can have it all but life is what you make it yeah i think that also links in with what you was talking about regarding time and those that you keep around you yeah um, and that all links in with kind of your motivation and, yeah. and stuff. So it's all kind of like one ball of, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Influence. That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one ball of influence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's, that's really key. That, and it's really kind of encouraging that somebody that's doing multiple things and is a product of, of that is a product of you're very open to share what you're doing how you do things and it's good to see that you're a living example of having it all i mean i'm more to have (laughs) i I think it's more to have because i think for some people they would criticize it but in my own arena i feel like i can i am having it all and i am working and that's what counts yeah exactly in your own arena that's yeah, that I'm slaying in my own lane. So exactly, and apologetically as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple questions. Okay, um, that I are a bit different. Um, a little bit of a twist Ooh. here on the visionaires edit for this oh, special right, episode. Should I be good? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first one is okay. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Wow. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you throwing me off now. <laughs> well, it wasn't pre-planned. <laughs> it wasn't pre-planned. I don't even send people questions. Now I know how they feel. What is a misconception some people have about me? My, the biggest misconception um, about me is that I'm only career-driven, that I don't really um, care about having a family or my friends or people or, you know, the people around me, which is not true because actually I bring everybody into what I'm doing. I think that's the biggest misconception. I do want all those things, but I'm intentional about the career path and my life path. I want my kids to have more and I want to do that. Not saying that people can't, but I have an order for me. Again, I'm slaying in my own lane and I want to set things up um, so I don't have to struggle as much. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that sounds bad, but I just want to kind of make plans. Obviously, sometimes plans don't go to plan. 
yeah plans <laughs> don't go to plan but I just want to have a plan for my life and reach a certain goal so my kids can be proud of me my husband can be proud of me and so on yeah so I think that's the biggest misconception that that's all I do and that's not true I make time for everybody I'm still a good friend I'm still a good partner and I'm still a good like cousin I hope <laughs> of course of course <laughs> for any other cousins out there but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but that's all the biggest misconception about me but I'm actually quite fun loving you know I just my importance of um working hard is on 10 but I still have time to have a break I guess sometimes <laughs> cool okay okay give me one thing that keeps you inspired oh god I'm joking not just god <laughs> but um <laughs> Uh, one thing. That's your one thing. You can oh. only have one thing. Oh, yeah. I'll say my faith. Your faith. My faith keeps me inspired, knowing that no matter what, somebody has my back. Even not somebody or something has my back, and that is all working out for me in the end. So I think definitely my faith inspires me. Mm, that's really nice. <laughs> and <laughs> if you could have a billboard with something on it. What would it be and why? Oh, good job. Do you know what? For me, if I could have a billboard of everybody that I've come into interaction with and have all their like successes and their genes and their hopes on it, for me, that would be amazing because, um, as you know, I like to kind of stay in the background of everybody else's... Um, <laughs> Everybody else's, hence why this podcast is very difficult. Um, but I think um, for me, that would be the ultimate to show that, like, I feel I would feel like I've left, like, not left the legacy as suppose, because, but I just would like to showcase all these amazing people that I've met because each and every one of them have inspired me to be the person that I have to be. For instance, I met a young girl, she um, came to showcase her. Um, journals her self-care journals at my event her name's called Kenya uh, check out Kenya's diaries she was like I think I met her when she was 14 or 15 and I was just so inspired by her that at that young age she could just be this amazing mm. and um even just like other people that I've met along my journey like them telling their stories um one of my friends is a doctor and I'm just like this is mad because she's just so small and cute but she's like <laughs> She's an amazing doctor and even you being my cousin, like we talk all the time about businesses, but just getting up with you to see that you're doing, you know, you're doing your business and coming to help out. It was just like, it means the world to me. So yeah, if I have to see something on the billboard, it'd be anybody I had interaction with. Um, okay. Yeah. That's nice. That is really nice. Thanks. That's cute. So, Vanessa, mm -hmm. my last questions to you would be: What is next for Vanessa Abankwa? Oh, good question. So, right now, um, in terms of Vanessa Rakoast, uh, we're going into we're changing it up a little bit we're going to have two different sites so one's going to be ready to wear and one's going to be bespoke um we're going to do a couple of campaigns as well and hire more like grow our team in terms of to thrive we're also growing our team but we're um coming up with an amazing website um 
to host people on the platform so it would be a bit easier for us and also to do like bigger and better events as well and promote more businesses um black wall street we hope to grow the fund so we're having a steady flow of cash Uh, we've reached out to like some major donors and some companies so we'd hope to have that kind of funding so we can help more projects and people um yeah yeah so for that and for the visionaries podcast just to have loads and loads more people who want to share their journeys and their stories so yeah that is it and going into property and tech and agriculture so um that's the next steps for me property and tech another conversation for another day (laughs) for another day (laughs) (laughs) that's good and what does being a visionaire mean to you good question I think I ask this all the time, but I get caught up. Being a visionary to me is seeing beyond your current situation and know, knowing that there's more to life and working towards that, working towards greatness, working towards Ooh. being happy, working towards more self-care, making, working towards more happiness, joy, love, purpose. So that's Ooh. what visionary is, looking into the future and knowing that if you work on these things you can be amazing and you can be great i was just picturing you on a cloud looking for a telescope (laughs) that's how i feel sometimes i want to be on a cloud (laughs) we're looking for a telescope looking into that future (laughs) and that is all thank you so much thank you you haven't learned anything from today's podcast you must take away know your why and purpose as auntie vanessa said know (laughs) your why and your purpose you cheeky (laughs) (laughs) thank you mel thank you so much can't wait to interview you too get you back oh gosh See you next time.